Hello and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. It's episode 13. And I'm calling this one uh, American Slang, probably part one. I have 10 examples of American Slang that's being used right now. This is by request. My buddy Mahi in Iran wanted um, a podcast on slang. He had also said idioms would be helpful. I will definitely do a podcast on idioms. But I figured, let's do the slang. Um, I'm, a, to be honest, I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little nervous for this podcast. There are two reasons. One, that slang in America, but any language, any country, it comes and goes so quickly. So if you have American friends now, um, this might be helpful. But if you listen to the podcast, I mean, this is January 1st, 2020. If you listen to the podcast next year or two years from now, or even further than that, these might be obsolete. These might be obsolete, which is a fancy way to say out of date, no longer useful, obsolete. So that's one reason I'm a little nervous about introducing slang. And the other is I'm 44 years old. I'm not a young man. So um, there are definitely some of these I actually use in my everyday life, but there are some that I don't. Now, the thing that helps me out, even though I am 44, I work with people who are, you know, 13 years old every day because of the students that I have that I teach and my own kids. So I pick up on some of the silly things that they say. And sometimes I will even say this in class just to make, oh, here's a bonus one. I didn't plan on saying this one. Um, just to make everybody cringe. Oh, that's cringy. That means it's embarrassing. So sometimes when I say my dad jokes or I say some of these examples of slang in my class, oh yeah, my students cringe. They're like, oh, oh don't say that. Don't say that because I sound so out of place. So maybe against my better judgment, that might be a little bit of an idiom there, when you're doing something, but you're not exactly sure you should be doing it. I'm doing this podcast against my better judgment, because I am definitely not an expert on American slang. But I do have this on good authority. I have um, heard probably each of these in class this year. So I do believe they're current. But with YouTube, um, you know, the world is becoming smaller and these examples of slang change so quickly. Um, use them at your own risk. All right. So I'm um, just going to take a little break uh, here from our sponsor and I will be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. Okay, I'm nervous. I have 10 for you. 10 examples of American slang. And I will explain each of them to the best of my ability. The first one is definitely one of my favorites. And uh, I have um, talked about this with one of my uh, friends who live in France, Nadar. Um, this one's get swole, get swole, S W O L E get swole. This is what I think young people say when they go to the gym and they're going to bulk up those muscles is that you're going to get swole and it's short for swollen. So I'm going to get all swole up. I'm going to get swole which means I'm going to put on some muscle. So that is, uh, that's how you can, how you can use that. Or if you're watching, you know, a sporting event and there's like this big, huge athlete, you could like, whoa, that dude's swole. That dude is swole. Um, people my age still use dude. That's kind of a common one, but, uh, even, uh, young people tend to still use dude, just maybe not as much, but uh, somebody certainly my age will use dude, dude, the guy's swole. I, you could use it like this. I am going to the gym right now to get swole. That's the first one, swole. And of course, if you have any questions about any of these, leave a, a <clears throat> comment in the comment section or uh, check out my Instagram and I will get back to you. I hope number one, get swole, makes sense. Oh, and this is, you know, New Year. I'm sure a lot of you, although I heard today that Italy, uh, my friend uh, from Italy said, uh, Gianni, he said not so much with the New Year's resolutions. That's a big thing in the United States, make a New Year's resolution. For instance, um... I am going to lose weight in 2020. I am going to start hitting the gym and get swole in 2020. And uh, the majority of people, most of the people who make a New Year's resolution, they stop within a week or two. You're like, eh, I'm not going to do that. But uh, a lot of people say, I'll hit the gym. I will stop smoking if they smoke. I will eat less. I will lose weight. I will get swole. So maybe uh, even if you don't, if you live in Italy and you don't make resolutions for the new year, which is probably smart because most people don't stick to them. Maybe getting swole could be your resolution for the next couple weeks. The next one, they kind of go together. Um, number two, 
if you like something, you could say, whoa, that's lit. Or whoa, that's fire. So those uh, are two things that young people are saying these days. Dude, that's lit. It's fire. Meaning that is awesome. That is great. That is cool. To use some slang from my era. From my day. Because I'm old. So, uh, brah. This is a bonus one, but brah. Bro. It's like short for brother. Brah. That's lit. Dude, that's lit. That's fire. So anything that you uh, that really impresses you, you can say, that's lit. Or this one was from a couple years ago. I think it's kind of falling out of fashion. It's not as popular. But, oh, it's tight. That's tight. I had a student a couple years ago that would just cringe every time I would say it in class. And I definitely did it ironically. I definitely did it uh, being that old guy that is trying to sound cool yeah just make the kids cringe whoa that's tight that's tight so that's lit that's fire and even that's tight that maybe a little bit older but like i said use all these at your own risk all right the next one number three it's a quick one i got you i got you i got you i got you i get you i get you so it's uh it's kind of quick but um I got G-O-T. I got you. I got you. I get you. I get you. So it's said pretty quickly. It could be, I got you. I get you. I get you. It's just a way to tell somebody that, oh yeah, you understand. Oh yeah. Um, And some people kind of go along with this one. It's like, oh, you feel me? You feel me? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me, bro? You feel me? So you feel me? Like, you you understand what I'm saying? You feel me? I got you. I got you. So those are um, pretty common, I think, um, with people my age and even younger. But it's just a really quick way to kind of get an understanding from another person. Oh, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So that's number three. Hope that makes sense. And And some of them are said, like, so quickly that I can imagine if you are learning English, you're like, what is that? Is that one word? Well, no, it's actually three. I got you, but you really don't even say the T and got like, I got you. I got you. It turns into a cha. I got you. I got you. Yeah. See for all you native French speakers, you guys love doing that. You love just like running five words all together. You're like, wait, is that one word? No, it's like three. So there you go. We'll get you back on that one. I got you. I got you. You get me? You feel me? You feel me? All right, number four. Uh, This is one of my favorites, and I'll use an example of uh, how I used it uh, this summer. It it was pretty fun. Um, There's a, a YouTube channel that all of my students watch, and they're called the Nelk Boys. Don't even really know how to spell it. N E L K, I think. The Nelk Boys. And apparently their claim to fame is they just sit around drinking alcohol, I think, all day. I have not watched any of them. Uh, but So I'm not an expert on that. But I do believe these next two, and I'm calling it number four, they go together. 
uh, send it or full send, full send. All right, that is when you are going to do something without holding back at all. Like, dude, send it, send it, send it. That means just, just do it, just do it. Or full send. Now, I hope my students um, use like full send when it comes to their grades or their marks. But we call it grades in the United States. Their grades, um, the things they earn for doing well in school or not earn for not doing well in school. So send it. Full send. Full send. That means like I'm, I'm going all in on this thing. I'm going all out. Um, I'm trying not to use idioms or slang here, but um, when you are doing something and you truly mean it. For example, this summer, my son and I went uh, bridge jumping. We'll, we'll go again next summer. Um, it's basically a bridge in a town next to mine that uh, it's a quiet road, not too many cars on it, but you can jump off this bridge into the river and it's about 25 feet down, maybe 30 feet down. I'm not sure how many meters that is, but it's a little ways. It's like a tall building, but it's fun. And so that's how we did. Like when we were going to, when we were going to jump and we really meant it, you know, they, you got to full send it. There's no way that you can half send. You can't quarter send. You need to full send when you jump off it. Like you need to mean it. You can't be scared. Just full send, send it, send it. Um, if some of, uh, if our friends or whatever were taking a little long at the bridge because they were scared, like just send it, just send it, just jump, just jump. So, um, I guess if you're like about to do a stunt, I don't know what kind of stunt you might be doing, but you, you definitely want to full send it. You want to full send no quarter send on that. Go all out, be a full sender all out. No looking back. Just go for it. Send it. Um, sometimes in sports, like if you're going to pass, um, the ball or pass the puck in hockey, some of you might say, send it, send it, dude, send it. All right. Number four, one of my favorites, and I hope that can be useful if you ever hear it. Oh, full send, full send, do it. Um, you know, if you are young and you go out with your, your buddies, your pals, and you go drinking, um, you know, if you're like, Hey, we're just, we're going to full send tonight, full send. No looking back. We are going to have some fun. Um, number five, I got salty. If someone is being salty, means they are in a bad mood. Why are you so salty today? What, what, what's the matter with you? Uh, so salty, that is uh, pretty pretty easy to explain. It's just when someone's in a bad mood or they're giving you some attitude, they're give, they're being mean to you or whatever. Why are you so salty today? Huh? Number five, salty. Number six, another one of my favorites, and I actually say this quite a bit. This has stuck around for a while, but it's like, dude, chill. Number six, dude, chill. Chill out. Chill. Um, maybe if somebody's being salty, you could say that to them. Chill out. What's your problem? Chill. Chill. That means like to bring it down a little bit. Like, like, 
you're being too aggressive. Chill out. Chill. Um, number seven is flexing. Flexing. Now, if you are going to the gym and you are lifting weights and you're getting swole, your muscles, you might have some, excuse me, you might have some muscles now. So you could be flexing. You're flexing, like making the muscle bigger, like you're flexing it. But when you flex on somebody, <clears throat> it could be like, let you in on a little secret. For my birthday, I, uh, I got the new iPhone 11 Pro Max. And the fact that I just told you that, it could be that I'm flexing a little bit. Flexing, it means showing off. It means bragging. Yeah. Why are you flexing? And it's not always a good thing. Like, it can make other people a little bit embarrassed. Like, oh, why are you flexing? Like, you know, if you just throw your phone out there, be like, oh, hey, how's it going? You kind of flash it in front of their face. You could be flexing. Or, um, <clears throat> oh, just to tie back into Italy, right? Gucci. It's an Italian brand. I think anybody who wears Gucci's anywhere, you're flexing. You're flexing. You're just showing off. You're just trying to be all that. Flexing. Dude, why do you got to flex so much, huh? Chill. Chill. All right, number eight. It's goat. The goat. And this comes from actually a football player that plays football. Not too far from me in Boston. The first time I heard about this is uh, with his quarterback. His name is Tom Brady. And they call him, some people call him, some people disagree, the greatest of all time, the GOAT. Greatest, G, of, O, all, A, time, the GOAT. So if you hear an American person talking about a GOAT, but it's not actually the animal, it probably is an acronym standing for greatest of all time, GOAT. Um, you know, it could be like a rock band, could be a musical, um, kind of act, um, a singer, you know, pretty much anything, a writer, the goat, that's the greatest of all time, the goat. All right. The next one, second to last is, <clears throat> this is very hard to explain, I think, but it's woke. If somebody is woke, um, W O K E, if somebody is woke, and a lot of times I don't want to get into the politics in this podcast because it could truly be an entire podcast in itself, American politics. But we have Republicans who are maybe a little bit more traditional. And then we have our Democrats that are maybe a little bit more progressive, I guess, to use a big fancy English word. But... um. If, if we talk about immigrants, right, <clears throat> the rights of immigrants, many Republicans would probably want to shut the borders. Like, no, no more immigrants. But then Republicans would probably, oh, no, come on in. You know, um, everybody needs a chance. Well, some Republicans might call those Democrats like, oh, they're so woke. They're so woke. Like, they're so ahead of the times. 
So when you're talking about someone being woke, um, it's a bad thing. But the person, you know, may not feel that way. Um, but being woke could be like, oh, we need to give more to the needy. Um, we need to have more rights for animals. Some people may think that's a waste of time. They're like, oh, they're showing how woke they are by um, raising awareness for some cause that they don't believe in. So, um, or, you know, like um, going green, going green. If you are really into the environment and you want to try to like use solar panels everywhere and recycle and some older people, traditional people, maybe like, oh, they're so woke. You know, it's like, I mean, they're probably doing the right thing, but um, some people just don't like change. And so they might say, oh, that person's so woke. And I think it comes from like being woke up, being aware, but it's used as a bad thing. So um, be careful when you use this because it's, it's not a good thing. Like, oh, they're so woke. Um, but it, it is a little bit political. Um, and it's usually older people kind of looking down on younger people if they don't agree with them in general. All right. And the last one, it's, this is an easy one. Number nine was pretty difficult to explain and I hope I did it correctly, but number 10 is very easy. And we'll end with this one. And it is spill the tea. If you're going to spill the tea with someone, that means you're going to gossip. You're going to talk about someone behind somebody's back. That's an idiom, by the way. Like if you talk about someone behind their back, you're talking about them in a bad way. And they're not in the room. So like, oh. I'll, I'll try to use a, 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 oh, okay, how about this? Let's, let's do three people. Let's, uh, a couple American names here. Uh, Jerry, Johnny, and Sally. Those are really old names. But let's say Johnny was flexing. Like, he wore his Gucci, I don't know, to a party or whatever. And he was flexing. And so the other two people, I can't even remember their names anymore. Is it Sally and Johnny, maybe? Sally and Johnny. Maybe they were over in the corner and they're spilling the tea on that guy. Can you believe he showed up with all this bling? I guess that's another that's another piece of slang, like all this jewelry and just being very showy. And I think if you live in Italy, like that's just what you do. Like you dress up. Um, but Americans, you know, we're not known for dressing so nicely. But if you show up at an occasion just like all decked out in just expensive clothing or expensive accessories, you know, somebody might spill the tea later. Or if you know somebody broke up with somebody else, but it's a little bit of a, a secret and you talk about them, you're gossiping, you're spilling the tea. So spilling the tea. I hope um, you have enjoyed this. Um, maybe you want to hear another one. Let me know. There's plenty of slang to go around. But I try to do kind of my 10 favorites right now. Uh, leave a comment in the comment section. Um, rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying the uh, podcast, please let me know. 
If you think I can do something uh, better or differently, uh, let me know. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time.